You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what is up, folks? No, your, your calendar is correct. It is indeed a Friday, and yes, I am releasing an episode today. This episode is with the band The Brook and the Bluff. I got to record with them at Farewell Fest in Redmond, Oregon this summer, and there for a little while, I thought these files were corrupted and not going to be usable, but fortunately, I was able to find some tricks, get them off the hard drive, and I finally get to release them to you. Now, if you're a patron of the show, you've already heard these because they released a couple weeks ago, but now my interviews from Farewell Fest are finally out for public consumption. So this first one is with the whole band, The Brook and the Bluff. We sat down, we talked about their history, we kind of just geeked out and nerded out for a little bit. There was a lot of them, and I only had four microphones, so they passed around microphones, and uh, yeah, we were just recording kind of back in the artist lounge area. It was a pretty fun experience, and I think you're going to enjoy this episode. I actually have another one coming up right after I upload this one, so look forward to two bonus episodes today. Huge thanks to Farewell Fest for having me out. That was a blast. I so, so enjoyed myself. We had a blast at the festival, and if you like country music, you should definitely get yourself to Redmond, Oregon, because they're going to do another one this summer, and I can't wait for them to release the lineup. So anyway, without further ado, let's get into this episode with The Brook and the Bluff. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tone Mob Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Wyland, and uh, with me today, well, I have a lot of people, as you can see. I have the Brook and the Bluff, who would be these fellas right here. Why don't you take a moment, introduce yourselves, and we'll uh, we'll just launch into a tirade of nonsense. All right. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm John. I play drums in the Brook and the Bluff. Mm-hmm. I'm Joseph. I sing and play the rhythm guitar. Nice. And I'm Kevin, and I play keyboard. Mm-hmm. Fred Langford bass guitar i'm alec and i play electric guitar (laughs) those are very assertive you know that's what i like (laughs) to deliver a line (laughs) this is this is this is his time to shine right do you want to just like take over like (laughs) we we could do that we're here at the farewell fest uh here in redmond oregon which i've been very excited about for months and i've i've just been kind of running around like a chicken with my head cut off today but i did catch uh your guys' set i was out there creeping you know yeah absolutely Uh, and uh seemed like I don't know, you made some comments like, not used to this size of crowd, but it sure could have fooled me. It seemed like you were perfectly used to this size of crowd. Yeah. Oh. Are well, you telling the truth? Yeah, I mean, actually today specifically, I was telling the truth. I was having a weird time on stage. Yeah? Like, for real. Yeah, um, I was like a little, I just like couldn't breathe well, so mm-hmm. it was just a weird, a weird one. I just yeah. tried to like dance it out or something you pulled it off yeah. you pulled it okay, together cool, all right cool. so That's no good, no yeah, worries you. here you tricked me okay. i was like this is just stage banter this is, <laughs> oh. he's just having a good time up here it's not used to this cr- dry oregon air though the, uh, maybe that's what it was mm-hmm. i mean we're you know the the air is like super soupy and wet where we live so yeah could have been yeah, the dryness we also had a day of travel yesterday to get here yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we ended up like we were gonna basically end up in oregon around like at our airbnb is at like midnight mm-hmm. essentially we ended up there at 3 a.m which for us coming from Central Time is 5 a.m. So yes. Didn't get a lot of sleep, but uh, we woke up in certainly a beautiful part of the country. Mm. So that helped rejuvenate Very a nice. little bit. Well, what part of the world do you guys call home? 
Nashville, Tennessee. I thought so. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that. Okay, mm-hmm. I did some research. All right. I did. <laughs> Nashville's my home yeah. away from home. So, oh, sick. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll have to hang. Yeah, absolutely. I go Get there a cu- couple times a year. Okay. Yeah, to make sure the String Joy boys aren't doing anything too crazy. Absolutely. So. That's fair. Uh, do, you, do you do the whole Broadway no. Shenanigans. Yeah, what's your, what's your no, 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 no. That that was over long ago. <laughs> Likewise. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's it's scary. It's too much. It's too much. It's horrifying. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand it, no. really. Oh, no. I actually went there when I was like eleven and it was kind of more n- normal. You know, yeah, my totally. parents took People me around say, and I was yeah. like, This is cool. All right. Yeah. I went back, you know, almost 10, 15 years later. Way before like, Kid Rock had a bar. Before Kid Rock had a bar. <laughs> even then, like, there was no Kid Rock bar. Thank yeah. God. And I was like, wow, it hasn't changed that much. I went back like two years later. I was like, what has happened to my beautiful yeah. place? I can't. <laughs> I what have they done is, to my... It is still beautiful, but it is. But things have happened. It was like, well, look how they massacred my boy. That's what I was <laughs> trying to find, and <laughs> I didn't find it. This <laughs> is pretty intense. But uh, you guys always been in Nashville? Uh, so, uh, actually, all of us are originally from Birmingham, Alabama. That's okay. where gotcha. our name comes from. Yeah. Oh, tell me more. Okay, so um, the other everyone else is from a neighborhood called Mountain Brook, mm-hmm. and I'm from a neighborhood, I grew up in Bluff Park. So, okay, cool. Um, originally, when we started, it was just Alec and I, and so we were like a duo, and that kind of fit the like, folksy duo vibe mm-hmm. kind of thing. And as people kept joining, we just kept adding. They were all Brooks. Brookies. So it just worked. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's so, a lot of overlapping ways how we all know each other. Like, yeah, that is my brother, Kevin. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was, I, so, okay, I didn't want to say, I didn't want to uh, assume, yeah. you know, yeah. but I was like, yeah. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and Fred and Alec grew up next door to each other. Yeah. So there's just like this big, like, yeah. They go way back. Way backness <laughs> of this band. Literally, so, literally yeah. big happy family. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And you guys still play together. That's incredible. So, it is so pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's you been. all that playing? Do you think that has been a, a benefit, a challenge, or both being so close and like knowing so much about each other with trying to create music? I think definitely a benefit initially Mm -hmm. and just always because we know each other or especially the four of them, like just kind of have an inherent like ability to know each other like really well before they even started playing together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like once you start to play music together, that bond is just like already there. So we're just a little bit tighter just because of it. So I think, yeah, I think the like friendship and the. The literal the, family. The is. knowing each other is a huge benefit for the travel portion of it because that's such oh, yeah. an exhausting, you know, trying kind of thing. And it's like the fact that we know how to, you know, be friends without getting in each other's spaces, without like, you know, getting on each other's nerves or anything <laughs> because of how well we know each other. Like that yeah. makes yeah. all the difference in the world. We have yeah. never gotten on each other's nerves. Never Not one time. Not one Not time. Not a single uh, time. <laughs> That's <laughs> wonderful <laughs> news. I totally believe you too. hundred percent. Yeah. That is not made up at all. I mean, do uh, families ever get on each other's nerves? Absolutely not. I've never, never ever been pissed off never. at my mom. And <laughs> never. No healthy families do. No, 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 no. 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 Especially no. not, you know, rock bands. And no. So, like, yeah. that's, yeah. We all are just naturally oh. the healthiest individuals on the planet, oh. as far as I'm aware. This is yeah. this mm-hmm. is peak human performance. <laughs> this is, you may not you may not like it, but this is what peak human like performance looks like. It. Yeah, it did make the getting to know you period much easier though. Sure, yeah. when everyone joined, it was like yeah. we already it, it was comfortable yeah. already because we knew them. So. Yeah, except for me. No, except for yeah. but, but for this guy, the front man, like that's interesting. How did that happen? The F dog. Well, Alec and I were in a band our freshman and sophomore year of college at Auburn. 
and then um, it was like covers and we had like we had like one of the songs that would end up on our first EP um, and then we just kind of like that band just wasn't super serious fell apart and then we wanted to keep it going so sure so uh, yeah I like I already I guess I knew Alec really well we were already really really close by the time everybody else started joining I met John also our freshman year in chamber choir whoa um, yeah Chamber choir boys, choir boys, Chamber all choir. of us. <laughs> Except you, Kevin, are you a choir boy? I, yeah, I actually took choir for four semesters in college, but yeah, it yeah. checks out. <laughs> I yeah, actually, me and John did in like sixth yeah. grade for one one year, it didn't last and then we long. quit that. But then later, I came back and did a little bit yeah. more choir. So yeah. I should probably start singing in the band. But <laughs> yeah, probably. I think so. That's yeah. the final step in the band. <laughs> the final countdown. Final <laughs> I've not begun to peak yet. No. Yeah. So, so choir. That's just a new one for me. I yeah. That one. Like everyone's a choir boy. I'm not used to this. Absolutely. So, so confusing, but it, when you guys started playing together, though, like, was there a moment where you had to just kind of like, hey, we're actually going to do this. We're not just going to joke around in the garage. Or did you just kind of slowly progress like, hey, all of a sudden we're pay- playing Farewell Fest, uh, I guess. So how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, there was a very specific, uh, what John there, likes there to call was. a DTR, define I the relationship. Define the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was the slow progression it for was, a while. It was. Alec and I for, were kind of like... Not necessarily kicking tires, but we were playing cover gigs and like we had some songs, we had recorded them, but like we recorded three songs and I put them on SoundCloud the night that we recorded them yeah. with no mix. Didn't mix it. It was our first Just acoustic like kind of release. So we didn't really have a plan and we wanted a drummer and so like we kind of were slowly adding. And so then John, at, at a point after we added John, we had a DTR. Yeah, I saw them play as an acoustic duo at a bar in Auburn mm-hmm. and was like, I got to be a part of this somehow. <laughs> and so I asked if they, you know, needed a drummer or anything like that. And they were like... At the gym. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I ran into Alec at the gym. He was doing That's deadlifts. Mm-hmm. Crushing. Uh, Crushing. Yeah, kindly came crushed. over to help me. And I walked up to him and I was like, hey, that was a sweet gig the other night. If you, <laughs> you, if you ever need a drummer, hit me up. Right. Uh, and, and then he did. Also, your back rounding. Knock we. it off. Yeah. You know, like it. <laughs> yeah. And so our first gig as a trio together was like right after the... The Iron Bowl. It was it, it was the night of the Iron Bowl where Alabama plays Auburn. Big big football game okay. in the big South. Yeah. Uh, and then the biggest, some would say. The the definite biggest. And then we just like kind of played together for a few months, but then it got to a point where I realized like, oh, okay, we can actually like we're making a little bit of money. You mm-hmm. you, you can actually do this. And then mm-hmm. I heard the original songs that Joseph and Alec had been working on, and I was like, "Oh, these are sweet." <laughs> and it kind of clicked in my head. I'm like, I've always wanted to pursue music, but mm-hmm. it felt like it was like the perfect time with the with the perfect people to do it. And so I had to call them, and I was like, "Do you guys like?" Because like we had all like I had a full time job waiting on me, mm-hmm. and I didn't know whether this was going to be like a serious like let's go after this thing. So I called and you know asked if they wanted to define the relationship. <laughs> and we did. You texted us and you said, "Hey, we need to talk." We need Alex, to talk. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> yeah. In Alex's parents' basement. Uh huh. Yeah. And, and, we, and we had the talk. Yeah, and then so like we kind of like the three of us kind of decided then like all right we're gonna go for it. We needed a bass player, and we went through a few. Before we found Fred, and mm-hmm. then yes. Fred in 2007, towards the end of 2017, joined us. And nice. Yeah. Nice. Then we roped Kevin. We stole Kevin. Yeah. Wrangled me you in. stole wrangled, him? Wrangled, wrangled him. him. Wow. 
Yes. <laughs> How are you wrangled exactly? <laughs> Explain the wrangling. Rope. <laughs> well, so yeah, John obviously is my brother. Mm-hmm. And he's in this awesome band, The Brook and the Bluff. And me simultaneously grew up playing piano and just being a huge fan of music in general. Went to college for music, uh, classical music actually. And then I started playing in a series of different bands in Tuscaloosa which is where I went to school. Like uh, I was in like a funk band, like an 80s rock band. And then eventually they hit me up and they were like, we're playing this gig in Kentucky, in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, mm-hmm. opening up for this band, Judah and the Lion. They were like, you want to come play keys with, with us? And I was very pumped on that. And so, yeah, I came up, played that gig. And then that was kind of the genesis of it. And ever since then, I've just been playing with them. You were now, now I'm a full member. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Fully, fully yeah. roped. We, <laughs> fully roped. It Jeans took a bit, too. So we had to play the long game, but we eventually... Yeah. Eventually I mean, got Kevin's him, yeah. the best keyboard player in the whole planet, so we, it had to happen. He, yeah. very I get much it. Is. I get yeah. it. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> How did your families like, I'm just here so I don't get accept fined. that when you guys were like, hey, you were like, I got a full-time job I could be doing. I'm going to go do a yeah. band. I'm sure they were like, oh, cool. Yeah. Or how did how did that go? I mean, I, th- I think maybe it went a little different for each of us. Yeah. Like, I know, like, I think I think initially my parents were, like, a little skeptical, as, like, parents are and sure. maybe should be if your son is like, hey, I'm going to drop this full-time job and do this thing. But at the end of the day, I mean, I think it, like, yeah, I think it, it took me maybe proving a little bit like, okay, like, you know, this yeah. thing is moving along and we can do this. I'm not... I'm not on the side of the street, like, you know, like, we're, like, yeah. making enough to live. Sure. So, yeah, but then... Which is a feat I, in this industry. It yeah. totally is, yeah. I mean, we're, we're still, we're, we're, like, we're getting there. I feel like you can, like, yeah, you, you like, feel like you're at the beginning for a long, long time. Yeah. But then, like, sometimes when you just pause and, like, look back at the last five or six years, you're like, oh, we have come some some way you know measure, some yeah definitely for distance I, i'm not at liberty good. to say who because i wasn't given permission but <laughs> there's a very 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 successful metal artist that relayed that same thing to my friend he's like it feels like like a house of cards and this person should not feel like that oh if, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah they're very very they're legends you know yeah. and they oh, still yeah. feel like it's all about to just crumble at any moment yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> well it's totally. weird there's it's not like healthy, any you gotta have a healthy bit of that sure sure tiny dose i feel like no hungry. one day is much different than the the one before it so like a day five years ago where we were way further back felt just kind of like we were doing the same thing we're yeah. doing today you yeah. know because totally. we were yeah but um but i don't know i mean yeah, I, no that's a good point yeah it's weird it's it's different than like getting a a job where they're like oh here's your salary here's like a whole you can plan out your future it's much more like incremental and like a slow build so yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Or the opposite. And yeah. to me, like, the coolest, like, tangible evidence of growth, because, like, yeah, we do we do have to kind of take a step back and realize that there is some, well, and there's obviously, like, you know, Spotify data numbers, but for me, when we see our crowds get bigger and more excited, mm-hmm. that's, so, like, whenever we get to go on tour, I'm really reminded, like, okay, this is becoming something fantastic, you know, on maybe going to eventually become something bigger than us, you know, um, but yeah, that's like that. Right. That to me makes. Think it already is. I think I'd say it already is bigger yeah. than us. Yeah, well, it is oh, bigger Frank than us. Frank, it's Frank, it's bigger than us. <laughs> I'm gonna give the mic back now. <laughs> I feel like the like the first time you hear people singing your words, I feel like that. Yeah, I will never forget the first night like we played an original show and 
people started singing and I was like, oh, okay. Like we have to, we have to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. As long as people are doing that, we like can't. We got to do this. Can't yeah. stop, won't stop. That first yeah. inkling when like when when you see people who you don't know singing your songs is yeah. like yeah. wait, you're we don't know you. And so you should all know this song. Yeah. So. Mom? You know like, yeah. No, yeah. that's not you. Yeah. <laughs> now that's got to be an insane feeling. It's it's a weird, this is not the same thing, and I've said this on the podcast many times, but the fact that I'm even here right now doesn't make a lot of sense yeah. to my brain. I'm going like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, if I stood back and looked at it analytically, I'm like, oh, right. yeah, I can trace it from point A to point yeah, B. Yeah. But I, I can't mentally process it sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah, like, like you okay. don't feel the baby steps as they're happening. And no, you look no. back and you're like, oh, I'm like kind of maybe walking. Yeah, or when people are like, oh, who's been on the podcast? Because they want to, you know, they want to, you want to try to get into the festival or something. Yeah. And so it's used to like, well, this person is, oh, I guess I have done some cool stuff. Yeah. But it's yeah. a, it's got to be like even harder to see, I think, because like mine's all data and numbers and messages. And so yeah. like seeing it, the crowds incrementally grow. Has got to be a really weird, like a weirder, like a, I'm not sure what the word is, but like it almost seems slower in some yeah. ways because you're doing it day in and day out and seeing faces mm-hmm. and seeing faces and yeah. pretty soon you're like, wait a minute, there's a couple thousand people out there. Yeah. What's going on right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's definitely the progression. I mean, like I like remember like playing Ra- like specifically Raleigh, North Carolina. We like would do it at the beginning and we did it three times. And the first time there was three people, the second time there was twelve people. And then the third time we did it, there was like a hundred people. I was like, oh, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, then, and it's just like, just kind of like those little moments where you're just, you, it keeps you, like you said, hungry. Keeps, and yeah. like it, it keeps just you like going. Really, but it's a weird thing. Fuel. One of those nights we played to seven people in Raleigh the night before, we had played like one of our biggest shows in Nashville. There were, I mean, there was like a hundred people, yeah. but it felt like incredible. Yeah. And then we drove all the way to North Carolina and four to five people showed up and we were like, what is In it? those moments, you're no, like, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. I'm not in Kansas just, anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's so strange. But mm-hmm. Yeah, but you just I mean, gotta everybody does. Keep, it. Everybody yeah. does it. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely some road dogs. Road sure. Dogs. Yeah. We have been yeah. in the van mm-hmm. seasoned by the road. <laughs> seasoned by the road. Seasoned. Sure. Suffered. <laughs> what flavor do you think that gives exactly? The road seasoning is that like Montreal steak seasoning? Uh, you it's know, just, it's like uh, Tony Satchery's. Yeah, a little Tony Satchery's maybe. It's it's kind of like how the your grill outside has been catching Tony's. juice and mm-hmm. seasoning from like years <laughs> yeah. of just like juices. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's what it feels like. Don't wash the cast iron skillet, okay? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. It'll wear off the road grease. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I like to ask this of people who have spent a lot of time on the road because obviously a lot of musicians listen to this. Primarily musicians, but not exclusively, as I found out, which is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, but but cool. So, what advice do you have as road dogs for aspiring road dogs or current road dogs that are still trying to figure it out? Yeah, I mean, I would say just try and be that road dog. Play as much as possible in places that will anywhere that will like try and identify you with identify with that dog in I identify okay. with the dog. Are we talking about road? So road you got that dog in there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I don't know. I mean, I think a really practical one if if you're like in a long van tour is like treating yourself well, like treating your body well and with yeah. just nacho makes, cheese like chips. Yeah, yeah. Like uh-huh. two lunchables, tacos, tacos, from Taco uh, Bell, cold beer. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Stephen Colbert. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Colbert. Cold Stevens, as we Cold like to call Steve. him. Now. I like that. We're coining it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> that's, a, that's on tape. We got that. Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you. Stephen Colbert. Uh, my brain can't process anything else right now. to him. That really, really. Can- <laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupted. Yeah. But taking care of yourself, probably not in the way that we actually met. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, like. Physically, like like trying to like eat healthy mentally and, as well. and exercise, I feel like it does make a difference. But it's also really easy to like sink into like, oh, we're playing at a dive bar every night, and it's like I'm gonna eat this burger. Just, yeah, yeah, and like we get off late, and then you go get late night food, and like you know you can yeah. you can which easily you can sink do. into a thing, which you can do. And I would say but it's all about balance. I would say moderate. Yeah, I would say yeah. you honestly should do. Something. You should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a little bit. Sometimes you need a pizza. Mm-hmm. After a and show, a cold Steven and a cold Stevie, exactly. Yeah. You always exactly. need a pizza, <laughs> always. But you might want to run and have a salad the next day. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe, or a sweet Steve. potato. Sometimes Perhaps. you need a twenty-five ounce cold mm-hmm. Steven. Cold Steven. <laughs> cold Steven. Treat Steve yourself. Yeah, yeah. Take yeah. care of yourself. So, so uh, I was told twenty minutes. Is that is that the true uh, runtime we have, or can we go for like three days? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're, we're just we're, hanging. We're real road dogs. My, rec- my record's four hours, so I don't know. Four hours. We want to do four hours? I don't know if we'd be in for Gary, four hours. We got Gary Clark in one Gary Clark. hour. Oh, we got Gary, Gary Clark, Clark in one hour. Yeah. Okay. And when well, did the infamous dust string dusters play? Oh, I think, I think they, they were at, like... They might have gone at 6.30. Yeah. 630. Oh, are they already playing? Maybe we are, we, they were sound checking next to us, and they yeah, sounded, sounded incredible. Insane. Oh, yeah, man. So That's the way these festival things go. Well, what we'll do is we'll ask the final questions. Okay. And then maybe we'll try to reschedule for a, a full meal oh, deal in, depth. You know, oh, in the yeah. future. Yeah, you know, maybe Excuse- next time I'm in Nashville or 100%. something. Like yeah, absolutely. Because this is normally an hour long show, but you know, festival life and all oh, that. Oh, so. cool. yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Love, yeah. Okay, let's do that. All right. So the final question is: Speaking of pizza, it's literally. Oh yeah. What is your favorite kind of pizza? Mm, kind. Are of we pizza. talking like <laughs> styles? Style or like places? Place? I'll, okay, take it Let's away. Go, I'll, so as detailed I, as you want to be. Is, this is on the top of my head because it's something that's changed about me as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. I love a thin crust pizza. Yeah, that's never yeah. been a thing for me. But like from Domino's or Papa John's, I don't know if it's like I think it's a texture thing that I like more. Yeah. I kind of like having a bit of like a cracker under mm-hmm. all the meat and the cheese. Sure. And the, um, so you mean like legit thin crust, not like Neapolitan. Yes. Or is that of the same? No, I, yes, I do mean legit thin like crust. Davenport. Um, and Shout also, pineapple belongs on a pizza. I don't know about that. Out there. That's insane. It mm. totally does. Firmly not. In I that will. Camp. I will say. <laughs> listen, at Fred Dead Redemption Two, pop into my DMs and tell me about this. Firmly against that. I'm against uh, it as well. Oh, yeah. I've been against it on record for like nine years before the internet made it popular. And, and cool. we will be on the right yeah. side of history. No way, no way, dude. Um, Not happening. For me, uh, so there's a specific, my the, my favorite pizza in the world is Prince Prince Street Pizza in New York City. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like the Detroit style square, mm-hmm. thick, little pepperoni cups. Look, I love the little They got little grease pools, mm-hmm. and they're just mm. so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. I think there's also some good pizza in Nashville. There is. That we yeah. like. Smith and Lentz has Love a good Smith pizza. And yeah, absolutely. Same, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great pizza. They're like hot Five. honey pepperoni pie. Mm-hmm. Take it Five to prom. Five points is great. It's insane. Yeah. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Um, Five points pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So maybe like Big Slice is probably my favorite. Yeah. Big Slice yeah. and like that Detroit style, a I would probably say. Big old slice. Oh my gosh, that's, what was that Big Slice in DC that we got one time? Was it literally called Big Slice? I think it was called like <laughs> Big, yeah. Like, I, I feel like the most excited I've ever been for a piece, piece of pizza is the big slice. Colossally big slices yeah. that you yeah. get. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. At three. I think something that all of us agree on, and I'm not sure, we adore the city of Chicago, not into deep dish pizza. That would just say that. I love all kinds of pizza. <laughs> okay, never mind. Never mind. I don't I was, speak I was actually about to say my favorite uh, kind of pizza is a Chicago deep dish pizza. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 with good. lots of meat on it. I mean, I'm an animal. I'll just eat anything. I'm an animal. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, every time I've been there, it's, it's been mind-blowing. Blue Mountain Oh, man. To each awesome. their own, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, side note, have you had Skyline Chili? No, I haven't. No. Okay. I know about it. I just the same. I know about it, and it sounds strange. I'm so scared. I'm terrified. I could yeah. eat it. I could. I, I don't. I don't crave it. But yeah. I'm like, I, I could get down on that. Yeah. I feel like at some point, I'm gonna have to try it. But I am scared of it. What are you scared of? I'm scared of eating it sober. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would not do that. Yeah, that no is way. that is perfectly yeah. manageable. We yeah. can fix exactly. that very easily. We have the technology. Stephen uh-huh. Colbert's. Mm-hmm. Stephen Colbert's. David Bronson's. Uh huh. All of them. Uh, well, I'm guys, the, uh, I'm gonna go eat some pizza. Yeah, okay. right. I found some, there's some pretty good slices. So okay, cool. I found oh, some out there. Out yeah, they were yeah they were out oh, okay. way in the back. Okay. By the tacos. Love Amazing. it. Amazingly oh, nice. Yeah, so, yeah, I was like, those look legit. All yeah, right, let's all right. get in there. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll reconvene when we have a little more time. I let's think that'd go. Be, yeah. be great. Let's do Absolutely. It Absolutely. Yeah. Let's do it next week. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I'll probably be there maybe in the fall. Okay. We'll see. Okay. We shall see yeah. what we will be when I'm needed. We will be on the road. We will be on the road. A lot of fun. I'm also in Portland. That's my. We'll be in Portland. We'll be in Portland. Hey. I don't know what the day is exactly, but. I should know. It's in September, yeah. It's in September. We can't plug it because we don't know, but it's in September. Go look it up. Figure it out. Go look it up. (laughs) It's it's on our Instagram. (laughs) Brokenbluff.com slash tour. There we go. Perfect. Uh All right. Well, thank you, fellas. I really enjoyed this. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yep. As always, stay in the tone zone. (laughs) That's not the the catchphrase. (laughs) I've got my own catchphrase. Don't try to insert. What's your catchphrase? The, The way I wrap this up is I say... For Blake and for the Brook and the Bluff, as always, folks, good luck and good tones. And good oh, tones. That's really good. Yeah, that's great. Whoa, there that's a go. lot to deal with. It's like the Brook and the Bluff. I like it. Cool. That was Heck fun. Yeah. Thank you. Man. That was, that was really no fun. problem. That was yeah, a good time. There you have it, folks. There is your extra episode this week. There's one more coming up right behind this one. I'm uploading it. Well, you know, probably not as you listen to this, but. It's uh, it's uploaded. It's there for you. Go check it out. I think you're going to enjoy that conversation as well. I sat down with Calder Allen to discuss his songwriting story, how fly fishing is a huge part of his actual creative process. It's a pretty great episode. I really enjoyed that as well. And again, huge shout out to Farewell Fest. Thank you for having me out. And I hope to come out again this summer, hopefully. We'll see what happens. But thank you to everybody who's listening. Thank you to the band, Brooke and the Bluff, for sitting down. And without further ado, why don't you go to the next episode? There's another one there for you. Thank you very much, folks. Keep it classy, and I'll talk to you on the internet very, very soon. One last thing before we totally sign off here. I just want to remind you that if you do any shopping at Stringjoy, that's Stringjoy Guitar Strings made in Nashville, that will help me out as well. 
As I've said for years, I'm heavily involved in that company, and I really do think they're making the best products on the market. So if you would like to try custom strings, go to ToneMob.com StringJoy and check them out today. I seriously, seriously, seriously love what the team down there is doing. I help them out with all kinds of things, and by you supporting them, you are also supporting me as well. And hey, you need some strings, so why not get some custom strings just for your guitar and playing style? Again, the link for that is ToneMob.com StringJoy, and that will take you right to their website, and you can do all your shopping through there, and that will help everyone involved out. So thank you very much. Talk to you next time. We are brought to you by the wonderful folks at Gun Street Wiring Shop. Yes, Gun Street Wiring Shop. I've talked about them before. I used to say based out of Bend, Oregon, but guess what? Sean moved to my neck of the woods. Sean's in Portland. Sean is awesome and has helped me with a bunch of stuff lately. And if you have wiring needs for your guitar, he can help you too. If you want to get weird with it, he can get weird. If you just need to spruce things up a little bit, there's your guy. He takes all the guesswork out of doing your guitar wiring, and he makes it simple, and his customer service is top-notch, and I can't say enough good things about Gunstreet as a company. I really respect Sean and what he's all about, and the product is top-notch. I've got three different guitars that now have Gunstreet harnesses in them, and I could not be happier. So go to GunstreetWiringShop.com and check them out. Hey, this is Mike Wiebe, and I'm the singer in a band called The Riverboat Gamblers. And I'm Zach Blair. I play guitar in a band called Rise Against. Mike and I also have a band called The Draculas, and we also have this great, amazing new podcast called Zach and Mike Make Three. Yeah, each week we're going to ask ourselves and we're going to ask our guests what three favorite things they are into at that moment or in their entire lives. And then we're either going to agree with them or we're going to make fun of them. And uh, you're going to listen to it and you're going to like it or we will make fun of you. How about that? I just flipped it on you, the person listening to this right now. But we're going to do it every week here on the Sound Talent Network. Once again, it's called Zach and Mike Make Three. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, everyone? This is Jay Reason, and I want to let you all know that Diablo Zen Podcast is now part of the Sound Talent Media family. Listen in as me and the one and only Danny Diablo, a.k.a. Lord Ezak, interview artists from the hardcore punk, metal, hip-hop scenes, and beyond. We have conversations with guests like actor Peter Green, DJ Muggs from Cypress Hill, L.A. street photographer Estevan Oriel, Jimmy G from New York City's legendary Murphy's Law, and pro wrestler Vampiro, to name a few. If you're a fan of good discussions and lots of laughs, tune in and join the fun.